Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of Small Room. I am your host, Alex Kovas. I am here with my eighth guest, Manny Garcia. Now, yep. Manny, tell them what you're famous for. I wouldn't say I'm famous. I would just say I uh, I play baseball for Indiana State, and I've been. Uh, that's basically yeah. I'm not really a famous guy, you know. All right, but you play college level baseball. That's is that correct? Play Division One NCAA. All right. Uh, fun fact: one only one in fourteen player high school players make it to that level of being NCAA. How does that feel? Uh, feels good. I mean, it's been my uh, dream since I was a little kid. So being able to accomplish that has been very rewarding for myself. All right. Um, and what's it like being a college baseball player since you've been playing for the last three years in college baseball? Uh, it's fun. I mean, I'm having the time of my life, but it's, it's not all fun in games. You know, we practice a lot. You end up coming home after however long practice in school, and it's, it's just a – it's hectic. There's a lot of things going on, you know – you got to come in, you know, you, it's a business. You're getting paid to play baseball. And if you're not producing, you're not going to get, you're not going to get paid. You're, it's, you know, you, you got to make sure you're on top of it. Academics and school. All right. And, uh, and as a professional college player, how hard is it to maintain academics as, as that? Well, it's hard. What it is, it's hard to balance the things. So when you have, when baseball comes on, you only focus on baseball. But when baseball's over, you got to make sure that you stay on top of your, your schoolwork, whether it be homework or studying. You just got to make sure that when it's time to study, it's time to study, and you can't, you can't have any distractions. At, at first, it obviously takes time to adjust. But once, once you start figuring out yourself and what you need to do to study, what you need to do, how much time you need to do homework in your classes, it – uh it all works out. My freshman year, I started off as a bio major and I was taking bio and chemistry at the same time with baseball. And it was my first semester not knowing like how college worked. I was bombarded. I'd, I had zero time to do homework for bio, zero time to do homework for chem. It was just, it, for me, it was, a, for me, it was kind of like, all right, I either got to pick to play baseball and change my major or, Plus my balls on on uh, my homework, and I, at the end of the day, I changed to a, a communications major, so I'm done with all that. <laughs> and my other question to you is: When did you realize um, you wanted to play baseball? How did that get started? Damn, I mean, since I was, all I can remember is just being a little kid and wanting to play baseball, seeing baseball on TV. So my dad never played baseball. Like, nobody in my family ever played baseball, and I'm the oldest of all my cousins. So, like, I was kind of, like, the first one to start. My uncle was a very big baseball fan, but he's kind of the one that got me into it. He, like, put me into a baseball league in Hialeah, and, like, I never even stopped playing. I never stopped from there, and I didn't even want to play any other sports. I messed with football for a little bit, but then I just went back to baseball because it's just everything. It's just what I wanted to do. All right. Um, my other other question to you is now 
now that you're in the Keys, normally you would be up in Indiana State doing your thing, either playing baseball or studying for finals. But because of COVID-19, you had to come home for the, for the, for the remainder of the spring semester, and you're probably going to have to stay for the summer. Um, how has baseball affected the – sorry, not baseball. How has COVID-19 affected the baseball game thus far? Well, we, we were on our way to play Michigan State. And right before we left, or right before um, we were like coming, having our meeting right before our, we leave on the bus, our coach comes in and he's, you could tell something's wrong. And he just basically say, listen, we're going to cancel the weekend series because of the coronavirus. I mean, he, he took initiative before NCAA took initiative. He basically said, we're going to cancel this. We're not going to play. We're not going to risk traveling going through hotels and all this just to play baseball. And he's actually an older guy too. So he, he probably felt like for himself, you know, <laughs> but so at first it was like, well, we're, we're just going to skip this weekend, see what happens. And we go to practice the next day. And during practice, we have all this stuff going through Twitter and stuff. And the kids that weren't on the field were like telling us, hey they're canceling the season like we were like no way there's no shot like so at first we all thought it was gonna be like a just a couple week weeks off and then come back at it but right away when when like major league baseball started canceling a thing and basketball started canceling their season we we kind of knew we figured that we'd be next and we were and uh yeah it's been it's been, there's a lot of things that are going on right now that that at first we had no clue what was going on. At least now NCAA has ruled differently with different, different things. Like, uh, fortunately they're, they're giving us a year back. So this season's canceled and now they're giving us our year back. So, uh, yeah, I mean, our, the only, the thing that's getting affected is the scholarships. So I don't know if you know this, but NCAA baseball has 11.7 scholarships for a 35 man roster. Right. So with those 11.7 scholarships, they have to figure out how to have, how to handle that within 35 players. So obviously that's not a lot. And uh, the coaches are probably going to go around cutting scholarship for the seniors that are coming back and helping them out, you know? So it's, it's all up in the air still, but with all this is going on, I mean, I could go on, Major League Baseball cut their draft in half. So now the kids that were going to get drafted aren't going to get drafted. High school kids are gonna, aren't, that were going to get drafted aren't going to get drafted no more. So what it's going to happen is, at least in D1 baseball, it's going to be just a full, like, it's going to be overcrowded with players. You know, bottom line, there's not going to be enough scholarship for kids. There's not going to be roster spots. So it's there's going to be a lot of things going on within the next month or two because – you just don't know what's happening right now. All right. And uh, the current president of the U.S., um, Trump, uh, said that for now, at least until April 30th, May 1st, we were going to all be practicing social distancing. All non-essential businesses are basically going to be closed. And, and that's the earliest that we can expect to go back to normal. But for a second, I don't think that we're going to go back hunky-dory May 1st. Uh, that's my belief. My question to you is, when do you think, for the purposes of college baseball, things are going to get back to normal? They're going to be games again? I think, I think what 
Major League Baseball is doing is they're just holding everything back, and they don't obviously they don't want to be uh, responsible for like continuing the growth or whatever. So I they were talking they're speculating about starting in like August if that's the, if that's the case because they say May first, but I don't think that's gonna happen. So like they're gonna probably wait till this all blows over and start in August. As far as like college baseball. This season's already chalked. It's already banged. So in the summer, what college baseball players do is they go off and they play summer baseball, right? So, like, for example, I played in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas last summer. And uh, you go out and you play in a summer league. As of right now, like, my summer ball team, they got they got shut down, like, completely. But there still are summer teams and summer leagues that are still going to go on. And as of right now, so I think, I think we'll be missing out the summer ball, too, because – as it's as it's looking, it looks like we're not going to have anything going on. But hopefully by then, hopefully by summer, it'll it'll clear up. Right now, nobody knows what's going to happen. What position do you play in baseball? I play so I play shortstop. But as a shortstop, I mean, I can play everything in the infield. But I mainly I mainly play shortstop. What's shortstop? So like they, if you want to compare it to like football, it's like the court, like the quarterback of the infield of the baseball team or whatever. Uh, they're kind of like in charge of like the way the game is played, like positioning wise for the other infielders. It's it's one of the hardest positions to play. So you usually got to have like speed, range, good arm, good, good glove, you know. Um, my question to you is, so, so far, all my guests, all seven have been Gables alumni. They went to Gables. Uh, you're going to be the first exception to that rule because as you know you graduated from Miami senior high uh but but also as you know for the first two years of your high school baseball career you went to Gables but for for the other half upper class you went to Miami senior high what made you want to transfer well at at first I just transferred because well all my friends had were, were leaving Right, but at the same time, I had a little fallout with the coach, Wiser. Uh, nothing, nothing really personal or anything. It was just I just disagreed with something that he did, you know. So I just said, well, you know what? I'm just gonna go to Miami High. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's honestly I live in I live around both schools. I live like right between, so it was kind of like an easy an easy school just to like that was also close to me. So. You know, I'm glad I made that decision. I mean, I like I liked Gables, but I might be a little biased here, but I think Miami High, I had a better experience at Miami High. All right. And, you know, as somebody who's only been to Gables as a student for high school, I don't really have that perspective about Miami High. What makes you feel like the experience at Miami High is better than the experience at Gables, aside from the baseball? Aside from the baseball, I think – I had, I mean, I was in the IB program like you. So, like, when I transferred to Miami High, it was, I was like AP, like the AP, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I, I just felt like the IB was kind of like, for me, because I, because I play baseball, you know, it was, for me, it was, it wasn't a big deal for me. Like, I didn't really care about it. I was just in it because, like, my, when I was in high school, my mom wanted me to be in it. But uh, so academically, I mean, I took the same class. But my teachers, I felt like they cared more in in Miami High. I really did. I think they did care more because 
I felt like there's so many good students at Gables IB that you kind of like just fall in like cracks and like you kind of, you don't stand out. But like when I went over to Miami high and I showed interest in the team, in this, uh, in this, in this, their classroom, the teachers really reached out and like, I, I became really good friends with a lot of my teachers. And I still talk to them now. So I think the personal connection I had with the teachers was, was great. I mean, I was also really, 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 uh, close to principal. So I guess that helped me out too, you know? Wait, how are you close to the principal? Well, my brother also goes to Miami High now, so I'll go back and I'll hang out with the principal. And while I was, I was his monitor or assistant or whatever, so I would help him out around, like, with with everything in the office. So you know, I just built a good connection with them. Was it wasn't that Gable's principal was not a like not a cool guy, but I just didn't meet him. You know, I just I had a good opportunity to take up a monitor position in in uh, the office. And I just became good friends with the teachers and uh, the principal. Um, aside from baseball, what were your other extracurriculars during high school, both at Gables and Miami Senior High? This is this is uh, something that I regret. I wish I would have reached out and tried to join other clubs, you know, or maybe even played football because I've had the opportunity to play football at, at Miami High. They, they just just to mess around and play football. Uh, but I wish I did join a different sport because just ba it was all just baseball and it was kind of like, you know, but looking back at it now, I mean, I do wish that I do wish I joined other clubs because I really didn't have any other hobbies. It was just baseball in school. So maybe expanding my whatever you want to call it, just being being exposed to different things with different friends. Yeah. I like like maybe joining like a language club or like an honor society to sort of broaden your horizons of, of what Something. you want to do. I get that. I get that. Uh, but I mean, I feel like with you and your position right now, all the hard work and dedication of not only your academics, but mainly the baseball paid off because you did like once again, one in 14 people are only able to do, which is go on to the NCAA position and go on to the next level of playing of playing the sport that you played in high school and playing it in college I guess my other question to you would be do you think that Joe Exotic deserved the 22 years in prison I mean he did try to hire this guy to kill him right to kill uh, Carol Baskin so I mean I think he it was it was kind of unfair that it was just him you know maybe he could have shared time with somebody else that was connected in it but dude he he did, you can't really hide that he did try to kill this girl so <laughs> you can't hide that uh, how's your time in indiana state been other than baseball uh it's been really fun uh i feel like we bonded a lot since we're together so much the team uh we bonded a lot and we ha became good friends and you know so we all go out together hang out together like 24-7. Uh, School-wise, I've been blessed and I had really good teachers. I've been, you know, but other than, it, it's really hard to say other than baseball because we spent so much time. But yeah, I mean, I, I made good connections, good friends, you know. Let's ask some questions to you. All right, go. So how'd you come up with this podcast, man? I've been, I've been watching, I've been watching some of them. Um, 
basically the story goes back way before COVID-19. It started all the way in July of 2019. I was like, you know what, man, I should start a podcast. And I didn't really want to go at it. I knew who I wanted to interview, but I didn't really go at it until I found a decent name. And I came up with the small room show, but I felt like it was too long. And then I ultimately decided with small room slash small room podcast as the best name. So what really made me want to start the show was just interviewing people and building connections. And the first person I interviewed was Richard Smithies. It was a standard interview. And I would honestly say out of all my interviews, that one was the most robotic because I had just built a set of pre-planned questions for the most part. And then I didn't really go at it. And I really enjoyed like speaking with him and I would have gone on to like do more, but then school had started and I, and like all the homework that just kind of built up and I didn't really have the time to do it. But what made me want to bring the podcast back was this whole pandemic where I figured, Hey, I have nothing really better to do. Like the only thing that, like the teachers are giving me homework still, but like I just bang it out in three, four hours for the whole week. That's about as much time as I spend doing homework for all my classes. And I just went at it and I figured this was the best thing to do with my time. And the rest is history. Yeah. You got any other questions? Like, uh, is there anybody you want to like, is anyone like in the podcast world that, cause there's so many nowadays, everyone's, it seems like everyone's starting up their own podcast. I mean, it's, it's fun and it could also pay off, you know, you know, like you got Joe Rogan and I listen to his podcast all the time. So who do you like look up to in that, in that field? I mean, obviously number one inspiration is Joe Rogan and number two is H3 podcast. I mean, those are the only two podcasts I listen to, but those are my two like main sources of inspiration for podcasting. Now, do I think I'm going to blow up to Joe Rogan's level or H3 level just by doing no, Yo, Letty, I'm filming a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, I uh, I really like how he does his part. I mean, he's like, he'll get high and talk for like two hours on his show, just spewing with some guy there that like, he gets some interesting dudes to come, like people that you've never even heard of, but you start listening to them talk and it's, it's, it's just great. Like, it's like straight knowledge, you know? It's good information. Oh, man. I mean, we've been good friends for the past, I don't know how long. It's good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you. Oh, wait. Go. Go ahead. What are you saying? Yo, so how's Uh, quarantining been in Key West? Oh, it's it's way better than if I would have been in Miami. I mean, I know I'm speaking to my friends down there, and it's like, like Rodolfo and Danny they're like I haven't left the house in like two weeks like everything's shut down there's nothing to do and they're I'm like talking to them while I'm on the boat like at the sandbar like I'm like dude look what you're missing I'll turn the camera around and show them them all that water but I'm lucky I mean just been riding by going to the sandbar that's all all I do right, and um I'm this is my question so, like, can anyone just enter Key West and leave, or, like, people aren't allowed to enter anymore? Uh, if you if you don't have – so, if you're a resident of the Florida Keys, you can come. Or if you have, like, work. So, 
or like a prop if you own a property so so if you if you have a like a cleaning business like and you need to go down to clean or something then they let you through they give you like a, a little a pass that you show because they have it like shut down like you have to show like id be before you go through but like no one who doesn't live in key west just no one can come in and vacation no, all the hotels are all the hotels are closed unless like you know somebody and they hook you up. But it's it's unlocked. Yeah, I mean, some stores are still open. It's not like it's not like Miami is right now. Definitely, I mean, the, there's not a lot of cases down here. But I mean, as long as I feel like as long as they keep that uh, the like the bridge shut down, like we should be fine. When do you think the economy is gonna recover? <laughs> I ain't no economist, man. I'll tell you that I'm a baseball player, and that's about it. So I can't I can't tell you nothing, but I'm sure as soon as uh as soon as this all clears up, I'm sure we'll have a boom in the economy once again. We'll recover. Well, I think we're we'll make a nice recovery. I really do think so. We're Americans. We'll, we'll, we'll prosper. All right. Uh, do you want to add Andres now or or not? Nah? I mean, if you if you want to, you get a minute. Yo, Andre. Andre, come in here, bro. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I do it, Alex. Alerting. My question to you: How did you go viral on TikTok, Andres? <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay. okay. How did you get banned? All right, well, I got banned. Like, I, I thought I was posting hey, some funny things, but let's not be controversial on this podcast, yeah. right? Yeah, all right. I thought I was posting some funny things, but I guess it wasn't funny enough for the TikTok community, and they they couldn't hold me, man. I got. I think it was like it, I changed my name. Cause I thought I got banned once and they let me do it again. I was like, okay. So I changed my name cause I thought I was going to go again, but I didn't make another account. So it takes like what a month to change your name again. So I wasn't able to change my name. And in two weeks I got 50,000 followers and my username was like Andres blue. Right. And somehow like, I don't know, I posted some Drake video coming to my school. It got like what I think it was like 5 million views. And then I was helping out some, some special edge kid that he was super nice to everybody but everybody just like rejected him all the girls so i'll just go, <laughs> i'll just go with him to all the girls and i'll pick some pickup lines and it went famous everything i was posting about like what, 100,000 200,000 300,000 views and i don't know man it just happened is letty is letty banned from tiktok too i mean okay her her Explain my that. okay my sister leticia Cobus had a tiktok <laughs> And it got banned. And when it got banned, she had like 15k followers on it, so she had to start over. But since then, she's um, I'm I'm gonna pull up her TikTok now. She's since then rebounded from it, and and now she has 27.7k followers. I don't know if you guys can see that. Yeah, we can see that. How many views she get? Um, she has 1.2 million likes per (laughs) episode. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, sorry, that's my little cousin. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, honestly, like TikTok, what the great thing about TikTok is, is that anybody no, that anybody can get <laughs> that anybody can get famous, and like it only takes one video for someone to get. That's facts. That's facts. That's, that's why I think everybody's trying to do it. Yo, so like my brother has um 
has over 100k followers just because that one video blew up of my friend Ruben Escobar doing the TikTok dances for the talent show. Oh, and no. Oh, that someone one got video. Someone got him famous? Yeah. Mr. Cobas. Mr. Cobas. <laughs> that's, that's my brother's TikTok name. He posts a bunch of, like, dank, but, like, a bunch of random content. Doesn't keep up with it frequently. My sister posts normie content, but she gets consistently at least Normie's one Hey, whatever pays, brother. Whatever makes the money. Bro, TikTok, doesn't, TikTok don't make you no money. <laughs> whatever that's gets the likes, bro. All right. Uh, yes. Right. Wait, so that's my sister's TikTok. Uh, it's Letty underscore C-I-O-U-S. Th- that oh, random guy right there. Uh, follow it. Oh, for sure. I'll follow it. All right. Actually, I'm sorry. I retired. Deleted it all. TikTok. <laughs> never going on that app again. Just because they banned me, they did wrong. They're holding a, a celebrity in the making. Now, right, what wait, can I say? Uh, you also play baseball for Miami High? Um, well, I'm a senior, so I'm done. I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, uh, where have you committed to for baseball for college if you're going to continue on to the college level? Yeah, I, I committed and signed to Camulet College in Chicago. What was it like touring that place? Well, at first, like, it was pretty nerve-wracking because, I like, this is the first time I was meeting the coach and, like, going through everything. It was, like, what, four hours going through everything. But, like, after a while, you, you like, start to, like, calm down. It was pretty cool. It's pretty cool, like, having the spotlight of everybody just looking at you, like, knowing that you're not from there. Do you guys plan to um, to continue, like, on after college into the Major League Baseball? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you're not – if you're playing college baseball and you're not hoping to get signed or get drafted, either professionally with Major League or independent ball, I mean, I think you're doing it wrong because – Every a lot of I, most I would say 90 percent of the kids that play college baseball aspire to be pro. You know, so yeah, I would like to see how far I can go. You know, if whether it be minor leagues or all the way or just professional ball somewhere. You know, it would be really cool to just see how far I could go, see how far I can make it. You know, for me, it's just to say I got there. To be honest, <laughs> I know I'm not. I know I'm not gonna make it all the way. Like, I've pretty much accepted it, but I want to get maybe one, two years in the minor leagues and then go straight to coaching. Maybe it makes my resume look better. That's it? I mean, like, I don't I don't want to put in all this work not to make it. Major so, so I'm all in right now. All right. Uh, what's your backup plan for, let's say, worst case scenario? Question, bro. That's scary. Huh? That is a scary <laughs> question, dude. I got no backup plan. I'm all in. No, I mean, <laughs> I was, I was, I'm a comm major, so I would like to, like, pick up a job, like, at a newspaper or something, something yeah. like this. Nah, something cool, you know? Something where I don't have to be in an office, you know, whether it be, like, on the field doing field reporting or something like that. Uh, I think the involvement of, like, communications, like, with other people, the social part, you know, is what drives me to, like, pick that – what drove me to pick that major, you know? Manny. All right, we'll do Manny first, and then we'll do Andres. It's going to be the same question. Um, like, if you had to be known for one thing, what would it be? Uh, if I want to be known for one thing, I, I guess uh, I would want to be known for – 
baseball. <laughs> I mean, flat out. I mean, I think uh, it would be cool to be known for something else. But if I put so much time into uh, into what I've done, and I hope it pays off one day. So, awesome. yeah, 100% same answer. <laughs> but uh, maybe just like a funnier Manny, the, bro- <laughs> the better brother, the better brother. You know, it's kind of like a competition between us. It pushes us each other. Yeah. Right, so. I edit this part out too, but Jacob was, Jacob really wants your your Trump wig. Is that the same? Is that the same student tie you wore? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. Hey man, what are we coming down the keys, bro? Bro, we can't because it's all locked down. Can, bro, can Diego get you in? But can Diego get us in? Hundred yeah. percent. He might not want to, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can hang out with the boys. Oh, for sure, for sure. That'll be sick. For sure, on my Uh, well, it's been great to have you guys on, but as you know, all great things must end. Manny, Manny, and his subpar little brother. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Manny and his subpar little brother get interviewed. That's gonna be the title. Yeah, there you go. That sounds good to me. All right. Thank you, Alex, hey, for having me, man. Don't worry. I'll pleasure. put you. On, I'll put your face on the thumbnail, though. Don't you worry. It was a pleasure talking to you, brother. Bro, it was a thumbnail, pleasure. Thumbnail, for the thumbnail, huh? name, for the thumbnail, for the thumbnail. Think, bro, that's not a that's not a thumbnail. That's just a thumb. But yeah, bro. Hey, uh, I hope uh, your family's doing right. Yeah, for real. I hope Lady and and uh, and Javi are doing good too. Very pleasure being with Alex Colas. I like what you're doing here. I want Thank you. To you. Keep, doing, keep doing you, Alex. Yeah, Never yeah. change, brother. Bro, I'll get a note for an answer. Peace out, bro. Peace. If you really like this episode, please subscribe or whatever it is you do on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast to add me and make sure that you're available and you can see when future content is uploaded. Thank you. Bye.